You're listening to Made the Same Way, the podcast for those who are curious about how we humans are made. My name is Wanda. I'm a rapper, producer and songwriter from Manchester. And in this series, we're discovering how we get from a fertilised egg to a fully functioning human being. To answer this, I've teamed up with HDBI. That's the Human Developmental Biology Initiative to explore science in a brand new way. Each episode, we bring together one emerging artist and one knowledgeable researcher to discuss science, life and music. And at the end of each episode, the pair will have a limited amount of time to collaborate on an original piece inspired by their conversation. Right now, every second your blood is making three million cells. Wow. In this episode, Emily, a stem cell researcher, gets to know Olivia, aka rapper Frequency Free. Hi Emily, it's nice to meet you. How are you doing? Hi, it's nice to meet you too. The pair are chatting about how our blood and immune system develop before we're born, the unimaginable number of cells in our body, and the importance of all of this and how we grow and age. Um, I was wondering, can you tell me, can you let, can you describe your job to me and what you do? Yeah, um, so I'm what we call a postdoctoral scientist, which just means that I have a PhD. And I'm a researcher and I work in a lab at the University of Cambridge. How about you? Like, what can you describe to me what you do? I don't, I've never really had a chat with a musician before, if I'm honest. Yeah, sure. Um, so I guess the majority of my time now is put towards making music. I'm just in the process of making a song at the moment that reflects the past year of my life from being an active host and DJ and dancer um, to kind of waking up one day with really bad nerve pain down both of my legs and not being able to walk without crutches because I've been like this for over a year now. Wow, that's quite the change in your life. Yeah, it's a huge change and a huge shift for so many various reasons and I still don't have a diagnosis either, so that at times can drive you insane too. Um, But music for me is my serenity and... um, helps me process what I'm feeling or whatever I'm going through so I just want to be able to make music that also impacts others. That's really nice I think um, the kind of your being creative creating music is like your serenity is it something I can relate to because you know like when I want my piece I go in like I like to bake I like to sew Mm. and it's like being creative I can kind of like switch off other things and just like focus in on so I can't say I've made music but I feel like you've got the same yeah like creative outlet that's yeah 100 percent for me it's like create creativity you can be creative in so many ways for me it's almost like a state of mind you are accessing a different part of your brain when you're creative compared to when you're trying to be logical and you know maybe do some of the work that you do on a daily basis for example so we're probably actually in totally different states of minds as well for like large amount of times of the day does that make sense (laughs) yeah it doesn't but I'd say like there is some sort of creativity in science and just I think it's about maybe more in this aspect of like thinking outside of the box you know Mm. because we read um papers and journals written by other people and if you just follow what they've done you you're not like innovating you're not Mm. changing anything you're not discovering anything new so it's like 
you know, there is some sort of creativeness in that. And I think that's one of the things I like about it is you've got to think outside the box sometimes. Mm. I like that. I never actually thought about science in that way. Yeah, you mentioned science. Have you ever studied science? Like, do you have an interest in science? I studied science at GCSE. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably about as far. But to be honest, I... I, um, I did do A-level PE and that was massively science. It was chemistry, biology, physics, sports psychology. So I did really enjoy that because at the time I was a national level trampolinist too. So it really helped me understand physiologically what is going on inside of my body. But I just don't know if I think like a scientist. But the scientists (laughs) think in a certain way, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. And I think the... It'd be like saying, ah, oh, do all musicians think the same? Probably yeah. not, you know? No. So, like, there's different types of scientists and, like, scientists is such a broad spectrum, right? Like, yeah. we, as you said, physics, chemistry, biology, and within biology, we have huge differences in what we do. Mm. So I'm looking at human blood cells, whereas other people can be looking at plants and how, like, ecosystems are working. It's, And I think how one brain works so maybe my brain isn't the same as other scientists yeah. but I think that variety is what's important right 100% and I guess it's almost like when you talk about biology and physics and the different types of sciences it's almost like talking about the different genres as well that exist yeah. and like you know it's beneficial to cross over into other genres and learn about those genres because it just helps you further understand the foundations of music but I did want to ask you as well like what's your expectation of talking to a musician because you said you haven't spoken to one before really so um, I think it was just sort of like hearing the more creative aspects and also, you know, this podcast was the aim of sort of producing a piece of music based on, you know, our conversation in the science and I just thought that was, I mean, to be honest, something I can't imagine, right? Like, I can't imagine, like, listening to something that's about what, you know, I do in my lab in the day and I'll be honest and say that I did look you up beforehand and listen to your music and I yeah. was like, oh, it's really cool, it's like poetry, I really enjoyed it. No, I hear you 100. I categorise myself as a hip-hop rapper because of the place that I write from. So Mm -hmm. you know how you you said it's almost like poetry? And um, actually, if you listen to a lot of old-school hip-hop, their rap is is poetry. Almost like what underground old-school hip-hop represents is living within a struggle or facing some kind of adversity and using music to almost find joy around that or escape that or even explore it or explore and process your own emotions. And I think, like, for myself, I found, wow, I'm actually doing what these people were doing before hip-hop was even a genre. And that's how I'm able to categorise myself in Mm hip-hop. We probably come from quite different worlds, yeah. But like, I think when you listen to songs, you, there, there are things that you can relate to in what people are saying. You're like, oh, actually, like, 100%. you know, everyone goes through the same sort of feelings and we have the same ups and downs and issues yeah. in our lives. And, you know, I think I'd say music definitely speaks to me in that way, yeah. relating to life experiences and, mm. you know, happiness and sadness. Yeah, 100%. So um, what got you interested in, like, joining this project and sort of learning more about HDBI research? I guess more so it's the curiosity that drew me to it. 
Um, and also I like a challenge because I don't think without this I would write about science necessarily. I'd more so write about maybe feeling or experiences, but I'm intrigued on how you can almost use music as a way to translate um I guess maybe scientific words or terms or yeah it's something new it's interesting you say you said you're curious and you like challenges yeah uh, you're sure yeah. you weren't a scientist in a previous life <laughs> maybe I am low-key just nobody knows <laughs> so yeah I'm, I'm just excited to learn What area of human development do you study in particular? So we focus on the blood and immune system. So this is your blood cells that carry oxygen around the body and fight infections, um, as well as sort of the stem cells that produce all those cells. So it's a focus on your whole circulation and how it develops from those few cells you start out as an embryo um, through to being an adult with litres of blood in your body. Can you explain how we develop our blood and immune system and at what point in the process, what happens and how does it happen? Yes, so the the blood system is quite complicated, as you might imagine. Your blood system is obviously needed by every single organ in your body because all your organs, they need oxygen and they need nutrients, but they also need all their waste taking away. So the blood system does all that, but it also harbors your immune cells. So those are the cells that fight infection and fix you and keep your oxygen going and clear out all the waste. So it has a massive role. When I sort of started to get into developmental biology, um, which is what HBI is about, mm. I hadn't really gone into these early stages and I found out that your blood system starts at two to three weeks post-conception so that's when you're just a tiny little ball of cells Mm. your blood system is already starting to develop Wow! and that um is in the yolk sac so that's sort of that kind of sac that goes round the embryo at first it's mostly just red cells that develop so they're the ones that carry oxygen because Mm -hmm. as your systems start to develop obviously we need to start moving oxygen around those cells because all the cells need oxygen so that's what happens first. And then we call that the primitive wave. So it's mostly just red cells. About four weeks post-conception. So still you're tiny, tiny, tiny. There's not really all the systems in place yet. We have what's called the definitive wave. So this is where we start to get more red cells, but also white cells. So they're the ones that sort of fight infection things. And also at this point, we have what we would call now um, hemopathic stem cells, and that just means blood stem cells. Have you ever heard of stem cells before? Yes, I have. Your blood stem cells can make any blood cell type in your body. So these are the cell type that are going to maintain your blood through your entire life. And um, just like put that into perspective, right now, every second, your blood is making three million cells. Wow. So... Those cells that start off in this little tiny embryo that's only a few weeks old are going to make these stem cells and those will make more stem cells slowly across your life and that's what's going to maintain your blood from before you're born all the way through to when you die. So uh, your blood is mostly made in your bone marrow um, and then migrates out into your sort of circulatory system and then... It starts, it gets into the bone marrow about 
11 weeks post-conception, but by 20 weeks, it's like the main, where it mainly produces. Because actually in an embryo, it starts off more on the fetal liver, whereas in an adult, the liver isn't really a contributor to making blood. And talking of like changes um, in the body, like what... What has made you want to study the healthy cells rather than the not-so-healthy ones or the unhealthy cells? Yeah, I think um, this is, like, really important for me. So studying how healthy blood develops kind of gives us a really good solid stone that we can build on Mm. to understand disease. So if I want to understand what goes wrong in disease, for example, I mentioned leukemia and there might be a mutation, but how do I know that that's a mutation that's not just normal if I don't know how it is normally? So Mm. you need to understand what's going on and how the blood gets through your life in a healthy manner to understand where are the things going wrong. So, So if you think of the DNA as a big recipe book and then we study RNA which is kind of more like single recipes within that and then within that we look at genes so maybe we think of them as ingredients so if I want to understand why my recipe tastes bad I need to understand have known how it tastes good and I can maybe target it so um, there have been some successful gene therapies for example I don't know if you heard of this Mm. but people who have sickle cell anemia which is an issue with their red blood cells Mm. is caused by one little gene so one little ingredient within this massive recipe book that is your body yeah and we've been able to like well i say we as scientists i have not personally been involved in this um go in and sort of change that back to what it should be and then people have you know seen the benefit of that in their red blood cells funnily enough as well i feel like as an artist, it's really important to do that too. Like you can tell artists who haven't learnt their foundations and they're out there. And the more mm-hmm. you can understand your foundations, the better you can, the better you can be at what you're trying to do. Whether that is science, whether it's dance, whether it's music, it's it's foundations are vital. Yeah, I think that's a really nice way to put it. In terms of foundations, it's it's true in many aspects of your life. You've got to lay down. <laughs> I mean, building a house, if you don't lay down good foundations, we're not Mm -hmm. going to be living under roofs. We're going to be amongst the rubble. Yes, Um, exactly that. Why do you choose to study this? You've spoken about, like, you know, how understanding the foundation and how healthy healthy blood cells um, or healthy cells are made. And so... Where does that passion to want to know more about this and discover and be curious come from? The blood is so important to every aspect of being a human. So mm. if our blood system fails, our brain's going to, you know, it's a brain, heart, liver, every every part of all our muscles, mm. we, we need all that nutrients and oxygen and we need it all to be functioning properly and we need... And we need our immune system not to attack ourselves as well. So lots of immune, autoimmune um, diseases, right? Like that's mm. when your body attacks itself. And that's all immune cells within the blood. And I just think like, although I work on what I would call fundamental research, mm. my research will be the foundation that other people build their research on. And what I like to believe it will make difference in people's lives. Mm. So maybe something I've 
discovered and written about or the way I've done it has sparked someone else's thoughts and they thought maybe I should apply that to my whatever disease I'm studying and Mm. look at this from a different way or use what I've found and say how does that involve in my disease model so although it's not direct I feel like that's still human biology and stem cell science and looking at the blood at a fundamental level is still having effects yeah beyond me and I think that's that's an exciting prospect yeah 100% 100% I think it's interesting as well because um you know how I mentioned about doing a level PE we did actually learn about blood and and its journey around the body like from the is it the left atrium in the heart to the right or maybe it's the other way around I don't even know but just even the way that the the blood kind of replenishes your like you was talking about you know replenishes the oxygen and gets rid of the toxins like the body really is an incredible thing and I think what I've learned about it as well is that it's just important to to care for your own body and and your mind and care for them equally as well I wanted to ask as well um what is your favorite fact about blood and immune development I think about development in blood would be the one that I've already mentioned to you is that blood starts from two weeks post-conception so you already have cells that we'd identify as blood cells that early on and I think that I mean when I read that it blew my mind so I find that really fascinating and then through to just sort of maybe not thinking about development just thinking about blood the fact that we make three million new blood cells every second like I have seen a tube with three million cells in it and I still can't comprehend how our body is doing that every second. So I think that's really fascinating. I have a question. How do you count that many cells? Either we have fancy machines okay. um, or you can dilute it out. So I might take a little bit of the cells yeah. and then dilute it out. And then we put it on these um, what we call hemocytometers. So I mix yeah. it with this blue dye. Right. And then I can look at it under a microscope, under a slide and sort of count how many cells I see and then do the maths backwards to say like, okay, I took one tenth of the cells I had Mm. and can I count that up? I mean, obviously if it's three million, we don't take a tenth, but you know, (laughs) that sort of idea. So I'd probably only be counting in the region of like 150 cells. Right. um, But then I'd be able to count backwards and work out how many cells were actually there. Which, what's your favourite cell? I love red blood cells because that's where lots of my research focuses, um, how we get from stem cells to maintaining red cells. My research mostly focuses on how the connection happens between stem cells and mature cells. And I kind of actually focus on how red cells and a certain type of immune cells called mast cells and a cell called megakaryocytes, which makes the platelets that sort of cause clotting, they're often made together. And I want to understand the dynamics of that and whether every cell that's uh, every endpoint and start point is the same journey or maybe sometimes we get sort of increases and then drops and there's different dynamics and different routes maybe between our starting stem cells and those end type of cells. So a lot of my research focuses in, in on that. What is the overall aim of doing all of this research or is there a particular goal that you, you are kind of working towards as a community to, yeah, to reach? 
I think that's a massive question. And maybe if you ask different people, they'd say different things. But mm. for me, I think my big question is how do our stem cells change? So like if I'd say the ones that are in our embryo and in development are probably the best blood stem cells. And how are those changed to become the, how they are in so cord blood so just the point at birth how are they different in children adults elderly people and is there anything we can do to reverse some of the aging process within our blood so we know we have these changes and we know that older people will develop are more likely to develop leukemias and stuff but is there something that we could go in and make an adaptation for and whether that's something um, and I'm not necessarily talking about genes. Maybe it's um, a certain vitamin is better to maintain certain thing, or there's certain supplement, or there's you know there's any number of things that it could potentially help. So either reverse that aging process, so we don't get so many people with leukemia. But is there something we could do to try and prevent that? And I think that is a massive ask, and that's why we're using sort of. Uh, looking at development because we think that's sort of the best place to start to see the sort of i don't want to say perfect but the sort of the best mm. um that's maybe blood stem cells can offer and yeah understanding that great i look forward to seeing you here same place same time 30 years time with the answers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so to finish us off after this great conversation um i wanted to ask what what preoccupies your brain day to day and you know how do you how do you find your answers but also I guess like what also drives you to want to do something like this I think the driving thing is just I've I'd say I've had the same thing as you so I'd say I'm curious and I like challenges okay and I like to ask questions like you know I just like to ask questions why is this happening why why does it work this way? Why, why, why? So I do come from a bit of a scientific background. My dad was a brewer and my mum, she had a PhD in microbiology. So we used to do mini science experiments in the kitchen. Okay. <laughs> so like we'd be blowing up balloons with the carbon dioxide made from yeast and that kind of like science has been, all, you know, those questions, you know, asking oh, which and why and why would this be happening? Has, yeah been instilled in me from a young age right yeah no that sounds that sounds good and i think um it almost feels like <laughs> how do i describe this it's almost like it's like growing up with me for like m me growing up i was always like dancing and singing or like singing along to high school musical and performing and all of that stuff and from hearing you say you know you was doing science experiments with your mom and stuff it's almost like really what we're interested in as, as we're younger we'll end up doing eventually um and I actually think music helped me with the act activeness of my brain of always wanting to know why because almost when you put it in a track you might not get the answer but you've released that energy mm -hmm. of like why 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 and I guess when you're doing an experiment or something and you see the result and even if it's not the result you wanted you at least 
have some kind of answer to your why is now or you know so I think naturally as human beings we are curious and and we always want to know why or what's going on especially me being on crutches everyone wants to know why and what I've done and there's this assumption that there must be an answer and a reason to everything um and I guess Talking of that, what what do you do when you can't find an answer or a reason for something? I think we just ask a lot of other questions. Always start to think outside the box. So okay. I think if I was stuck in the lab and I was like, okay, I asked my question, mm. I've done some experiments, and as you said, the result wasn't what I was expecting. Yeah. But that's still a result. Like if I've done, I think if you think back to GCSE, right, you remember that you have to do experiments again and again to get mm-hmm. to make sure your results are solid and you have to do statistics and all these sort of things. So if you do it, you know, you've done it three times and it's always the same, but it's not what you thought, mm-hmm. then you have to kind of like think bigger and think of different angles. So maybe you start reading. So I'll be like, okay, well, maybe it's to do with something else that I need to read about. And then I'd also start talking to people. I think that is one of the big things in science is collaboration. So mm. that's kind of how we learn. Like we're okay. always looking for someone else to say, oh, but have you ever thought of looking at it from the opposite angle? And you go, oh, why did I not think of that? 100%. feel like I could just sit here and listen to you talk all day about it, <laughs> to be honest. It actually makes me want to be a scientist in the sense of, just the curiosity and the questioning and almost like the idea that you have to put your ego aside at times to to not be correct and almost like always try to be fair with your own self and your own bias and then very honest with things like even if you don't want to admit that maybe this isn't going how you wanted it to go you have to because it's not about you it's about the science if that makes sense yeah definitely and I mean that's one of the big um, big moments in all of our, as a scientist, our lives is when we sort of have a project, we feel like it's sort of almost a whole project and we take it to a conference and we show it to other the scientists and, the, you know, there could be hundreds of people there mm. and you give a talk and you're really pleased and then someone asks you a question and you're like, I haven't thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to be open to the idea that other people's brains work in different ways so they're going to ask you different questions yeah. and they're going to ask you things you don't know and some of the questions you can answer and you do know but there are going to be questions you go yeah that is an excellent question and I'm going to spend the next six months of my life answering it because that's just <laughs> like that's just science right like yeah. those collaborations is how science moves forward as well like the, all the talking and the discussing and bringing mm. new new brains into the same sort of project um, yeah. is what moves our science forward and I think we saw that globally as well with 2020 and stuff there but we won't we won't go too far into that but I think it just shows the importance of collaboration worldwide in in whatever we're doing really because if we're all trying to move forward and understand how we exist why we exist all of the you know all of these questions that we have then the best way to do that i think is collectively um because of all of the things that you've mentioned so emily do you want to get to creating the track and giving it a go yeah that'd be uh, great so what is your usual process like how how do you make music good question um so my 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 favourite way, 
let me say because i can create it in different ways but my favorite way is to kind of like have a beat or an instrumental um and freestyle because freestyling on the beat helps me find my flow and words and bend words and and manipulate words um to fit how i want them to fit um but i think for today I'm happy to try doing some writing, see what we can do. Um, and also for me, it's about expanding the creative mind. So if we talk about cells, like what else can we connect cells to in life, either metaphorically or literally? So is there any like particular parts of what we talked about that would inspire some lyrics? Um, yeah, I think for me... Um, I think for this track, it'd be great to get some facts in that that you find exciting. Um, so like even the three, three million new blood cells every second, um, even like the importance of stem cells, but then also how stem cells are like the home of many cells as well. Mm -hmm. I, I think one nice thing would be to include is like, stem cells have the potential to become lots of different types of cells, or basically become anything. Mm -hmm and that's all to do with like internal and external factors and it's a bit like people like we all have the potential to become all sorts of different people in different careers and lots of factors both genetic and external you know our friends and our schools and where we live and the music we listen to is all affecting that so like, we're shaped by our surroundings but a smaller level we have billions of cells who are also being affected by the same stuff just on a micro scale rather than on a whole organism scale I think that's kind of interesting the idea of stem cells potential yeah what you've just said then has taken my head into like a world of thought um but I think I think yeah there's definitely something to connect there in in regards to making people recognize that science isn't so far away from them as well um especially when it's within your body um but really as well in i think in this life that we live every everything can kind of connect eventually and it seems like this is a space for connection as well mm -hmm. um so i've gone for beats these other beats are beats where there's not too much going on so you can really take in the lyrics mm -hmm. over the beat that um i can show to you and then um, I've got one already that I personally am vibing with straight away. Um, however, I'm happy to like work with whatever you're comfortable with too. No, I'm happy to listen to the beats. <laughs> awesome. Let's do it. This one's funky. Yeah, but this one's funky. Make people feel good about their bodies. Yeah. <laughs> This one's my personal favourite. When this came on, I came up with this, it's like two bars. So I'll show it you just so you can hear what flow I was thinking with this. Yeah, yeah, yo. Blood and immunity, this thing's kinda new to me Spoke with a scientist to get to know her, follow me Follow me, I've been moving, da 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 Yeah, that's all I got to 
I like it, it's cool. But I was thinking maybe even as a bit of a chorus thing, like blood and immunity, this thing's kind of new to me. But a little bit like hooky. So yeah, what are you thinking? I'm very happy to go with the one that you liked. Um, Just if, you know, if that sparked your creative interest, then I think it's probably a nice place to start, right? Yeah, yeah, awesome. That sounds good. I like the idea of having a little hook. So it's just like little things that you've learned and then the hook. Awesome. I like the ideas of that as well. I think it's a bit more fun in terms of like... Yeah. Put in, we can maybe put a fact in the hook or, you know... um, Right, just bear with me. Let me have like a couple minutes to think by myself and then I'll come back with some proper words. What are familiar? Familiar in the ways I'm trying to figure out myself. Maybe even all just what they do and how they cast a spell from my own words. I'm just back to the way that I really like to work. What they've taught us, never really questioned it. Only really thought what I needed, like I mentioned it. Mentioned this fundamentally. I know I'm trying to be a better me, but it's kind of hard when my stem cells don't want to see me. See me? Easy. Free me. <laughs> trying to make a way like every single day. And did you know? Did you know? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't listen to the beat this far and this is new to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a it's been a blessing all to talk to you and thank you for um yeah, just explaining everything and answering all my questions that I had. Yeah. No worries. Bye. Okay, bye. Blood and immunity, this thing's kinda new to me Spoke with a scientist to get to know her full of me Funnily, I learned a lot about her similarities We earn different salaries, but our bodies are galaxies Navigated by ourselves, developing, growing And learning like ourselves Such a blessing, how it works on its own From being a baby to being grown Stem cells at the mother's birth from the bone marrow Figure of a pharaoh So much potential, the body's influential Mm. And did you know that our blood is an organ too? Who knew? Not I, but I learned All cells gather in the plasma To make your blood they hold onto memory of What's bad or good? White blood cells help us fight infection So we feel bright Red blood cells are shaped like a donor But without the bite Brings us oxygen day and night All these links like it's all parallel Inside and out, you can't Run or hide or even deny How amazing our bodies are They help us survive whilst we try to thrive Day and night Blood and immunity, this thing's kinda new to me Spoke with a scientist to get to know her full of me Funnily, I learned a lot about our similarities We earn different salaries, but our bodies are galaxies Navigated by ourselves, developing, growing And learning like ourselves Such a blessing, how it works on its own From being a baby to being grown Blood and immunity, this thing's kinda new to me Spoke with a scientist to get to know her full of me Funnily, I learned a lot about our similarities We earn different salaries, but our bodies are galaxies Navigated by ourselves, developing, growing And learning like ourselves Such a blessing, how it works on its own From being a baby to being grown, grown, grown
you've been listening to Made the Same Way. Thank you for listening. Next time, we're delving into our lungs and hearts. How do they develop? What happens when? And how is it all happening before we've taken our first breath? Subscribe to Made the Same Way so that you never miss an episode. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts to help others find us. Made the Same Way is a Reform Radio production for HDBI, which is funded by Welcome. It was produced by Olivia Swift with help from Jamie Green. <laughs>